0: This is the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. It's Thursday, February 9th. Vice President Kamala Harris peered out into the crowd of students at Georgia Tech on Wednesday after roughly 30 minutes of policy-heavy discussion about climate change and atmospheric science and couldn't help cracking a joke about rising temperatures. Her visit to the school's campus was meant to reinforce President Joe Biden's challenge to Republicans to finish the job by embracing his plan to steady a shaky economy, reinforce confidence in Democratic norms, and curb greenhouse gas emissions. And her jab at climate change deniers evoked Biden's sometimes combative approach during his State of the Union address as he returned fire at Republicans who at times heckled him by interrupting his annual remarks with boos and jeers. It was Harris's first visit to Georgia since the end of a midterm election cycle where she and Biden were kept at arm's length by many Democratic leaders, worried their poor approval ratings would hurt the party's chances. With the election behind them, prominent Democrats filled the crowd at Tech's first center for the arts. The attention was yet another reminder of Georgia's importance as Biden prepares for a likely reelection bid in 2024. In other news, a white woman who brought her gun into a Georgia polling place said Tuesday that she was in fear for my life when the group Black Voters Matter handed out water to waiting voters and played hip-hop music during the 2020 election. Black Voters Matter volunteers didn't break any state laws, according to a vote by the state election board, and it wasn't until the next year that Georgia legislators banned distributing snacks and water. The state election board voted unanimously to ask the attorney general's office to investigate the woman, Sarah Webster of Dawson, after she brought a gun into a polling place, which isn't allowed. According to state law, no one except law enforcement can carry a weapon or gun within 150 feet of a polling place. Webster filed a complaint with the board because she said she felt intimidated when she saw people wearing Black Voters Matter t-shirts while talking to voters, passing out food and drinks, and playing hip-hop music outside the polling place. She told the election board Tuesday that she thought the group was violating laws against campaigning near a polling place. Up next, Dawn Clements seemed poised for the top job in her hometown school district after 22 years of service and a stint as interim superintendent. But she resigned last month after an anti-gay letter that argued she was unfit for the role circulated in Ben Hill County. Hundreds of residents of the South Georgia County Midway between Valdosta and Macon soundly rejected the letter and resignation, and the school board did too. It voted on January 28th to ask Clements to be superintendent and presented the contract at a meeting Tuesday night. Clements has not yet made a decision about the offer, which would be effective as of March 1st. The school district's human resources director, James Sermons, will act as interim superintendent. The board heard some opposition to the move at its meeting Tuesday. Andy Harper, a parent of children in the district, said hiring a superintendent should be a competitive process and the board should conduct a wider search. Clements did not respond to requests for an interview. And Georgia Democrats who attended President Joe Biden's State of the Union speech on Tuesday found plenty to love. There was his endorsement of a cap on insulin costs for patients on private insurance, which U.S. Senator Raphael Warnock and U.S. Representative Lucy McBath have long championed, plus his plug for improved policing standards, as prompted by Warnock and other members of the Congressional Black Caucus. On the other hand, Georgia Republicans panned Biden's speech as out of touch and unserious. U.S. Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene stood up and shouted liar when he accused some Republicans of wanting to sunset Social Security and Medicare. There were a few lines in Biden's speech that brought almost every lawmaker in the chamber to their feet, regardless of party affiliation. The president received bipartisan standing ovations when he said he would enforce a rule requiring that only construction materials made in America be used in federal infrastructure projects. And later, when he said prosecutions will ramp up for individuals accused of obtaining COVID-19 relief dollars under false pretenses. spoken layer